0: Welcome to Buzz in the Tower, a podcast dedicated to the movies of the 80s and 90s. I'm Mo Shapiro, he's Max Sanders, and today we are going to be talking about the 1995 movie Heat. You looking to go back? I chased some crews the guys were looking to f***
1: up and get busted back.
0: You must have worked some dipshit crews. I worked all kinds. You see me doing thrill-seeker liquor store holdups with a born-to-lose tattoo on my chest?
1: No, I do not.
0: Right. And I... I am never going back.
1: <laughs> you, you just did the Jack Fallon's number one guy. <laughs> you. <laughs> Time. Three minutes to 80 seconds. Get to the chopper. No. that's not, This movie is the antithesis of that movie. I have to tell people.
0: Yeah. I walk into the studio. You did. And you're wearing a suit. Yeah. And my immediate, re- my immediate reaction is who died. And then I'm like, oh, my God. No, he's he's all in on heat. So Give me I, all you got. So I run upstairs. You know I don't have suits necessarily ready to go. So yeah. I run upstairs. I'm like, all right, grab whatever you can. Luckily, I had a great jacket. That's yeah, all I Yeah, you are really a did. hodgepodge of colorations. I, there's a lot going on. <laughs> I, and then I was like, the I, checkered shirt is a choice. Well, then I was like, I was like, can I wear my... My uh comfy pants, or do I put on <laughs> dress pants? I was like, No, the camera's gonna show the pants, so I gotta put on dress pants. Well, both guys are really like well dressed. Neil
1: wore the suits to Neil <laughs> Fred, <laughs> he wore the suits to blend in to society. I need and you he- to calm down. Okay, what
0: You're, you are so amped up about this movie. It's my right third now. favorite
1: movie of all time. I know, and it, this is a big moment for our podcast because we've never done a self serious half art half blockbuster movie we more do the
0: deadpool yeah
1: fourth wall breaking right. predators great because it's also unintentionally
0: hilarious yeah this movie uh, let's take it easy on the unintentionally it's hilarious. my number one movie so it's, it's, it's the greatest, greatest film yeah
1: so but i'm saying this is my third favorite movie and it's actually what's your second shawshank
0: yeah shawshank is really good
1: fourth is scott pilgrim Be- five is goodfellas before, and honorable mention dark knight <laughs> before
0: you get too deep Okay. Can, I say, can I say a couple things? Can I, can I, go, can I go through? I'm going to get you to this episode. I, I going to be up, a 3 hour episode, I woke up this morning and yeah. said, Mo, yeah. your voice is going to be rested today because <laughs> yeah. Max is ready to roll. Welcome to Buzz in the Tower. Where Hi. are my cameras? Camera one, camera two. Hi. Camera one, camera two. It was you're very Wayne's World to me. You like that? Yeah, you're good at that. I try. I don't know where the cameras are. I just need you to focus on the episode. You're good. Just, okay. And when you look at me, look at me, not behind me. It throws me off. If this is your first time to the that's show, Vince does, I know. Yeah, I need you to subscribe. I need yeah. you to leave a review. The reviews they reflect well upon the quality. That we got thirty out. last week. Well, that's finally. Uh, I know, I'm and such, we're top I'm twenty-five 20, in North America. That's again. nice to hear. Yeah, that's what I want to hear. All right. Yeah. Do you know what movie I like watched? You're not checking them every day. Do you know what movie I watched the other day what? for just fun? Was Zoolander yeah. and uh, <laughs> Dukovny? <the, laughs> Why models? No, but the, the scene when uh, Stiller's dad, whose name is escaping me right but, now.
1: Oh, it's uh. Oh my God. Jerry. What does
0: he say when he does, he finally does Magnet? That's it, baby. Yeah. <laughs> so like every time something good happens in the last couple of days, all I can hear is, that's it, baby. <laughs> it's great. All right. Review, leave five stars, subscribe, follow. And then today we do not have anything representing our sponsor, 80sTees.com, but that doesn't mean I won't give you that. 80sTees.com, the best t-shirts out there. If you love the 80s and 90s, swing by, grab yourself something nice. A little something for the holidays. They should make a heat
1: one. Like the heat. Poster is a really cool. I need t-shirt. you to take
0: a deep breath. You're all heat. You're all hot and bothered under the collar. We have a two hour and fifty minute. Jesus, we're not doing movie. three hours. Anyways, anyways. Uh, social media, yeah. at Buzz in the Tower, B-U-Z-Z-N the Tower. Website, buzzinthetower.com, where you can get officially licensed merchandise. Maybe we'll even sell the actual suit jackets <laughs> worn in this episode. I'm so uncomfortable. <laughs> I wear like two suits a year. I'm like, get me back into my comfy clothes. Take off the uh, jacket. Don't you tell me. Do it. If you want to. Do it slowly. You look like the Hunchback of Notre Dame I right now. I feel all hunched here. Why? Yeah. Take it off. Let me stra- I'm not taking it off. I just need
1: to straighten up. You need it Tailored. Max, shut up. I don't need anything tailored. <laughs> well you no need a tailored. You
0: got Chris Spielman traps and it's putting it up there. You had, See, you had, me, there you had, you had me a Chris Spielman. You had me a Chris Spielman. And I'm back. Uh, Patreon.com slash in the tower. Suits aren't cheap. We need your money so yeah. we can buy more suits. <laughs> suits aren't cheap. So good. Uh I didn't have a ski mask. I considered cutting holes in this and I was like, nope, we're good. We'll just You didn't have the Jason mask or anything like that? No, I got nothing. Okay. I got nothing. Yeah. That's it, baby. <laughs> they are cool masks. Max, yeah. today we're talking about heat. Yep. I, I have to do something before we do anything else. Okay. And shame on me for not even getting it up and ready. When I try to explain to people what this movie's about, it's too easy. Actually, I'm, I'm going to secede to you. Tell us about this movie. Do you have the synopsis of the movie up and ready to go? In or my or head. you just going to do it in your head? Tell me about the movie. Do you want the simple version or the complex version? I want you to do you. Today's your day. Today okay. Is Max's birthday. So you can... Happy Valentine's Day, by the way. Yeah. Buddy. Yeah. We yeah. celebrated. Yeah. yeah.
1: I celebrated three days ago. So Huzzah. I'm good. I got it out of the way. Jesus. She's in Philadelphia. All this right. is my Valentine's this Day. This is. Yeah. This is your Just talking day. to a dude about heat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> sounds terrible.
1: Yeah. Is that Kool-Aid? It is. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's like 8.50 so in good. the morning. Hey, whatever. What are you going to do? <laughs> it's 5 o'clock somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> and you have the Burt inhale laugh. That's great. Uh, so heat. At its core is just a cop versus robber movie. It's two people at the best of their game who the outside of their lives are crumbling and just they have no uh, exterior life besides what they're obsessed with. And it's the kind of inevitable meeting of them as they face off against each other during the mid-90s doing a bank robbery in L.A. And if you spin it out and kind of go like longer picture or like, you know, 10,000 feet, It's more kind of about these small events in their lives. It's almost like the movie. Remember the movie crash? Yeah. Like how all these little things kind of brought these people together. Yeah. The bank part is kind of ancillary to these two people just kind of somehow getting involved in their lives with these little decisions that everyone else makes around
0: them. You are so intense right now. It's making me uncomfortable.
1: Well, this is like real art. I know. We don't get to talk about art.
0: Neil McCauley leads a group of professional bank robbers taking down major scores around L.A. However, after their last heist goes terribly wrong and ends up in a homicide, Detective Vincent Hanna finds a clue and becomes obsessed with the case. Yeah, I can't read. Uh, determined to stop Macaulay's crew. Hannah and Macaulay are are competing against each other in a deadly cat-and-mouse game. Although they are on different sides of the law, they still find huge respect, recognition in each other's troubled personal lives and work. Uh, However, this won't make them hesitate to do whatever they can to win the battle between the two in this crime saga. I think that you've mentioned this before. There are... I think there's actually some scholars that have written about this. There's only really... Like six stories ever created in all film. Yep, there's 12 Greek tragedies that yeah, are something repeated like that, right? over and over yeah. again. Yeah. yeah. And without getting too into the weeds in that, like you can look at almost any movie that comes out. You can say, OK, it's a end of the world scenario. Yeah. It's a boy meets girl scenario. It's the every man going through the trials and tribulations of, you know, here yeah. the, the, the zero to the hero end of life making amends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is your the lone gunslinger yeah. p- point break. Ocean's 11. Yep. Heat, you know, they, all, thieves. Yeah, they all have this uh, dog day afternoon. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot. Yeah. Heat not is enough. heat is the best of all of them. Yep, it is the only reason I like Point Break more than Heat. Do you really? I do, but it's not. I don't even compare them. Okay, Point Break to me is um, it's almost like the Disney version of Heat. Yeah, it really. I mean, Max, I, I I'm I'm with you on loving this movie. The only reason, like I said, I I, I think that Point Break feels more. Even though Point Break is R rated, yeah. it doesn't feel R rated when you put it up against no, it's goofy this movie. Yeah. yeah. This movie is, you know, here's the example. There most action films, in fact almost all my favorite action films have a moment of brevity. There's like a, a laugh, a break the fourth wall, yeah. a joke. Schwarzenegger famously to your point about one even in Predator, right? Stick like around. Stick around. Yeah. yeah. This movie is like white knuckle, it's brutality start to finish.
1: Yeah, but the you do have the levity with how crazy Pacino is acting. Oh my god! So I don't know if you know this. Oh,
0: don't get into your facts yet, because I know exactly what fact you're about to do. Okay, I'm going to pause you on your facts. Okay, okay, okay. I'm going to go out of order. So typically on the no, show, no, no. I don't
1: want to do facts first. I yeah. want to talk a little bit more yeah. about this. Okay.
0: I, I, I want, I know we we jump around on the show and we talk about you know the cast and we talk about facts. Inevitably, when you go into the facts, you're gonna you're gonna accidentally stumble onto this one point. So I am going to come out the gate making my one and only point for the entire show. You have one point, I have one really big point. I've it's got facts. dead man on the end of a, this microphone. No, this is this is my one, my one point. Okay, is this the greatest ensemble cast ever made in a film? Yes, not even close. There's nothing even compared to it.
1: What yeah. are you gonna do? Ocean's 11, but that's a farce of a movie.
0: Yeah, um, I compare this to the 1992 Olympic dream, dream, dream team? team. Yeah, I mean, so th- if you think about the dream team for the U.S., you had Barkley, Ewing, Malone, Pippin. Jordan, Bird, so, so long, Magic. I was, I was like, so stop there. Yeah. Let's just stop at that first okay. chunk. When you say Dream Team, people immediately are like, Bird, Magic, Jordan. You remember the Time Magazine cover? Yep. Yeah. But what you forget is Barkley, Ewing, Malone, Pippin. Yep. To me, that's where this movie is incredible. Pacino, De Niro, yeah, that's your take. I mean, in The Godfather, they never shared a scene with each other. No, this is. This is their first scene ever shared with each other.
1: The la- The two best actors. Titans.
0: They were the Titans. The two best. Yeah.
1: Of the last 50 years. Yeah. Their first time on screen. Yeah. And still, for 10 years, people didn't think they were on screen together.
0: Really? Well, because in Is the- Is this like a moon landing conspiracy? I kind of. Okay. so. So,
1: oh, the coffee shop scene, yeah. they only shoot it from one side, each one. There's not a wide angle shot of them both together. So, when you watched it on TV, in the small screen, when yeah. it wasn't widescreen, yeah. you didn't even see the back of the other head. So, there was rumors that they hated each other and weren't yeah. on screen I mean, together. it's just incredible. Yeah.
0: I heard rumors about <clears throat> they negotiated- <clears throat> like if 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 one of them had six lines the other had to have six. Oh none God. of this has ever been yeah. proven mind yeah. you but here's why i use the analogy yeah and i and and i just the fun thing for me in watching heat again now you watch heat probably every year twice a year at least right no i watch it 10 times a year 10 times a year yeah i had not seen heat in years yeah and i hadn't seen it through the lens of having a podcast and talking about films and when i watch movies like that what i now look for is I'm like, what do I know that guy from? That's my favorite thing in the world is saying, okay, look at this actor, look at this actress. It's a nice serotonin
1: dump. This movie- Has everybody. Has
0: everyone. Yeah. If I were to start listing off the characters in this movie- To the average person who's seen Heat and likes Heat, I don't even think that they would know that I was talking about Heat until I got to De Niro, Pacino, Kilmer. Uh,
1: Once you get to Sizemore and Trejo, I'd be like. You would.
0: Yeah. So let me, to that point, let me just go through this, okay? So Kelso, he's the guy in the wheelchair who gets the idea to do this heist in the first place. He invents the internet. He invents the internet. Do you know who he is? It's Tom Noonan. It's Tom Noonan. Frankenstein from Monster Squad, yeah. and Kane from RoboCop <laughs> 2. By the way, in this particular movie, I'm not going to be able to look at you and say, do you know who that is? Because you obviously know everyone Okay, I movie. need to No, surprise. no, it's my fault. Yeah. You, no. you,
1: you don't have to act surprised. You're, you're missing his best role.
0: In Manhunter,
1: he's the, he's tooth, the fairy. tooth Fairy. He's the Tooth yeah. yeah. Tooth Fairy Man In the Garden of Eden. Who also was
0: uh, directed by Michael Mann. Yeah. I, that, which I always forgot that he did Manhunter, which uh, we'll get to that fact. That's yeah. good stuff. All right. So Charlene, who plays Kilmer's wife. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. Because <laughs> she's fantastic. <laughs> she Ashley, is Ashley Judd. She's fantastic. Alarmingly
1: attractive. But like
0: Ashley Judd, you know who that is. Like that's not a. Double Jeopardy is yeah. one of the best movies. That's not to me a big deal. But she's having an affair. Yeah. And so Michael Mann said, all right, if she's going to have an affair, we need to have this guy she's having an affair with. Slubby. Give me the give me the voice of Moe Sislak, Chief Wiggum, comic book guy, and Apu himself, Hank Azaria. It's incredible. They just slide Hank Azaria yeah. in there as the guy she's having an affair with. Let me continue, because okay. this will take a minute. The money launderer, uh, the jerk, right? Van uh, Van, Yeah, Roger Van Zant. Yeah. Who's fantastic in this movie, by the way. Uh, give me Colonel Willie Sharp from Armageddon.
1: Yeah. Stop shooting near the nuclear weapon. Yeah. yeah,
0: And then, and I'm I'm totally. He's, he's also the bank manager in Dark. Oh, knight. you beat me too. So I'm jumping ahead to okay. another thing. We're going to talk a lot about the Dark Knight and Heat, but yes, he's yeah. He essentially, feels like the same role.
1: No, he's the link because no one loves Heat more oh, than oh, Max. You're sorry,
0: you God, it. you're ruining everything. I've got this all teed up, but you're right. Okay. okay? Then Michael Mann said, all right, look, it's the 90s. We're making this incredible film. I'd like to slide two musicians in here. Yeah. So what does he do? So Van Zant needs a bodyguard, obviously, yep. a right-hand man. Give me Henry Rollins. In an
1: awesome role he for him. He did great. Yeah. He did great.
0: Then he said, all right, so we've got a CI. Do you know what CI stands for? I had to check it up. Criminal informant. God, you are ready for this. You are. It's confidential informant, but yeah. you are ready for this episode. Yeah. So they're like, okay, so the CI is talking with Pacino, and he's like, what do you got for me? Uh, By the way, he's- Give <laughs> me all you got. He's so over the top. Yeah. It's amazing. It was a meet me at the club later tonight. My guy's going to be Alvarado, there. at 2 a.m. Yeah. The man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Funky Comedian himself, yeah. Tone Loke. From Ace Ventura, too, yeah. right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I would say from Ace Ventura, but he's a musician before yeah. he's Ace Ventura. Yeah, yeah, I know him from Ace Ventura. <laughs> you know him from Ace Ventura. <laughs> yeah. Uh Then- Sorry, I have a long list here. Yeah, keep going. Move down. I knew you'd love this. Take all the time you want. Uh, Max, important scene. We need a doctor to stitch up uh, Val Kilmer, who's been <laughs> shot. Who do we get? Who do we get to stitch him up, Max? Oh, well, of course, we're going to go get uh, Ari Gold himself. Jeremy Piven. Before the hair plugs. Jeremy Piven it's just a, it's pops a rough in there. Look. I know, but like he just pops in M- there out of nowhere. My daughter gave me this shirt. Yeah.
1: Give me a shirt. That's
0: unbelievable. Yeah. I'm like, oh, holy crap, it's Jeremy Piven. Okay. Paroled dinner cook turned getaway driver. Yep. <laughs> Is Serrano from Major League <laughs> also President Hayes also yeah. State Farm voice yeah. Dennis Havesburg. Yeah, yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah, uh, not to be outdone, Lieutenant Vincent Hanna's crew has Drucker and Bosco. Yeah, I know you know who both of these yep. guys are. Just of calm down yeah. right now. So Drucker is played by McKelty Williams G- Williamson. Do you know who that is just by name? Don't don't tell me. Just yes or no. Shrimp. 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 Oh, shrimp. Yeah, I uh, said so shrimp. Yeah. He is Bubba Bubba Blue. Yeah. Uh, I I was looking. I'm like, that's for sure from Forrest Gump. Bubba Blue. Or Daddy O from Con Air. Yeah. More importantly, yeah. Bubba Blue.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, sure. that's yeah. It.
0: And man, also remember uh, Wildcats the movie. Yeah. He's the was quarterback. He one of the football players. He's the quarterback. Oh, that's right. With Goldie Hawn. I yeah. love that movie. Football. <laughs> we, we should do a Wildcats episode. I'd be so down way. for that. I'd be down for that. That's, we're gonna follow Pete with Wildcats. <laughs> sure. We need to take a break. Bosco, the other member of his crew. Oh, man, oh, good. <laughs> Ted Levine, yeah. aka Buffalo Bill, who was originally offered the part of not War Child. Wayne Grove. Uh, yeah. And said, "I don't want to take Wayne Grove because I'm going to be typecasted into these like criminal like weirdos." I had to get it on, man. Oh, good. <laughs> but he's great in this and in uh, Fast and Furious. It's very similar. Yeah. he's like that cop ish type type of role. Uh, and Max, let's get to the names that you do know. Natalie Portman, Natalie Portman in her second role after Leon. Yeah, Leon, Leon, the great. professional. She's amazing in both of these. Uh, actually, she's
1: a, she's over the she's the least favorite part of this
0: movie. Oh, right I now. disagree. She's perfect. I actually think she's perfect. Dad, where are my berets? No, she's perfect. Okay, she's perfect because that you, you, that's that's life. It's it's exhibiting very well yeah. the mental health issues that she has from her absentee father, yeah. her mom who identifies as someone who's on Prozac and, and smoking weed. weed all the time. <laughs> like it's actually very very well done. Okay, cool. Um that makes me happy. Yes, Ashley Judd, Chris's wife. Yeah, Tom Sizemore and Danny Trejo. Oh my Let's god, just slide them in there, and then John Voight is Nate, Val Kilmer is Chris, Pacino is Hannah, and De Niro is Macaulay. That is the craziest ensemble cast in any film I've ever heard. It's of. It's insane. It's insane. They picked everybody. Coster, you could turn that into a one-minute uh, short for <laughs> YouTube. It's like five minutes. I'm like eight minutes in. We'll figure out a way to chop it's that together. It's like fifteen together. deep. It's it's good. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I I I I knew that if we started going through the facts that we'd pull into that, but. When I watch this movie and I try to – I'm just trying to understand why is this movie so damn good. It starts and stops with the cast. Yeah. The cast is absolutely incredible. So
1: everyone got backstories for their characters. Yeah. I'm talking like Vincent Hanna had like a 15-page backstory on what he used to do after he was out of the military. He would drive his car with no headlights on in like rural rural uh, Illinois mm-hmm. just to kind of feel like a, a jolt for his system. Mm-hmm. So – are you not interested in this? Yeah. I'm what, oh, oh,
0: okay. What do you want from me? I don't know. God, I think maybe you just need to take it. <laughs> Jesus, is super aggressive. Get upset. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm locked <laughs> in. Yeah.
1: Good, yeah. good God, Max. So Michael Mann had all these backstories for all these people. And the sh- the way they shot the movie, there was 95 sets. And they, w- they didn't shoot anything in a actual. So, so
0: let's stop on that fact. Okay. Because that's a great point. And I want to expand on it a little bit. They did no soundstage work. Nope. This was all done on location. There is a grit to the way that this is shot. Yeah. And I don't I'd have to go back and look at what awards it was up for. Zero. That's incredible. Like
1: at this point, this was kind of before when the Dark Knight made them say yeah. action superhero movies need to be in the Oscars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For some reason, if you had a gun in a movie and it, it was, was more snubs. bankrupt, yeah. I, I can't I'm viscerally annoyed that no one got nominated for this movie.
0: So Michael Mann did something very unique in addition to what you're talking about. Mm. He did something very unique. Usually, so th- obviously the scene yeah. is the bank robbery. Yep. Right? More, not even the bank robbery, the shooting outside of the bank.
1: Yeah. When they get ambushed and they yeah. have to kind of get their way out.
0: The, the He did some things that are incredible that yep. hadn't been done before. So first of all, from a sound perspective, what those films typically do is they put the gunshot sounds in. They dub them after. After. Yeah. He put microphones all over the sets, not the sets, all over the locations. they have yep. hidden microphones to pick up the sound. And when you hear the guns shooting. It's cacophonous. And it's unlike any film you've ever seen before because yeah. it actually sounds real and yeah. it's jarring. Yeah. The, you, the echo you get from these explosions of these uh, automatic, uh, these ARs that are being yeah, shot. Yeah, assault weapons. It's incredible.
1: Yeah. 800 to 1,000 round shot per uh, take. Yeah. And, I mean, the way they trained for
0: it... They trained with live ammo. Yep. They, and and the, the scene is so accurate yep. that Marines yeah. and military use that scene to show the correct way to seek cover while shooting and to put clips in.
1: Yeah. So if you're being ambushed, I guess you're supposed to do this thing where someone puts down suppressive fire mm-hmm. while you kind of leapfrog back and forth. You know, mm-hmm. go! Mm-hmm. That's what they do. That was discovered by the Australians during the Vietnam War mm-hmm. because before that... It goes against every kind of survival principle that you have.
0: I just love that you don't know how to do your taxes, but you know this much information without even looking down at your computer about this movie. Your obsession with this movie is incredible. Yeah,
1: so, I mean, backstory, uh, The Rewatchables, which is one of my inspirations yeah, for this you podcast. Yeah, love that podcast. Yeah, 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 it started because Chris Ryan and Bill Simmons, two of my favorite podcasters, love the movie Heat, and they just sat down in his uh, pool house and talked about Heat for an hour. A mm-hmm. hundred episodes in, they did The Reheat, where they talked about it again. Yeah. Two hundred episodes in. They did the triple heat where they got Michael Mann in, and oh, they talked awesome. about the movie. And that's it's awesome. Michael Mann, he's like an alien. Like yeah. he, the way he sees things structurally, and like kind of, you always know where they are. Like when the gunfire scenes, you can understand where people are. Sizemore kind of gets off to the side. Yeah. You know, and you, I love that movie where he picks up a kid,
0: and you're like, "Good move!
1: You want to pick up the kid? You know, yeah, that's a yeah. good shield."
0: Yeah, actually, and just. Yeah. Bullet to the head. Yeah. Bullet to the head. Dude, again Machino you know, with the best shot of all time. I know, but that's the other thing too, is like the violence of this. And then, you know, they I don't know why I keep on butchering his name why I'm gonna call him War Child. Wayne Grow. That that Wayne Grow is not just an idiot, but he's also a serial killer. Yep. Is is such like an almost feels unnecessary addition, but works perfect for who he is and what he is. So
1: <clears throat> I've thought about this before. It seems like an unnecessary plot point for Neil to go back and kill him like yeah, he has to. has to. Yeah, yeah. You need more than he just ratted out you the crew. Na- you nailed it. Yeah. You nailed it. It's like you said with uh, Natalie Portman, you need that structure that this is why Vincent's a little different, that he yeah. has the home structure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, and I, the, the so I know, I, I don't know that there's a way to even talk about this movie without jumping around like this, but I don't even care because this is, you this have is to. Today's for you. Yes. Yeah. The, when he finds his stepdaughter, Natalie Portman, and yep. she's tried to kill herself, like really did. That's, in my opinion, uh, his best bit of acting in the movie. No way. Yeah, hear me out. Hear okay. me out. Because <clears throat> the sensitivity kind of It's stuff? not sensitivity. First of all, Pacino says that entire the entire movie, he just pretended like he was high on cocaine. That was in his mind. He's like... Well, he, that,
1: that was part of the background of the character. Yeah, yeah. And it makes sense. It does. And he probably... He's had addiction stuff yeah, yeah, before. Yeah. He yeah. pulled
0: on some life experience. Yeah. When he's holding her and... He earlier had had that conversation with his wife about she wanted him to share what was going on yeah. in his life, yeah, and, and he's like, "I keep that in here. You don't want to hear about the I cr- gotta be the, sharp. You want to hear about the crack, uh, crack had who microwave the baby." But like, it's evident that all of this, he seems to safeguard all of this. There's a wall up, right? Yeah, keeps him sharp. When she's dying, yeah, and he said, "Not you, not today." Yeah, and he's like ripping the towel. Yeah, it's that is a good scene. It's it is because it really shows you who he is mm. the rest of the movie is is macho pacino yeah right like i'm in charge yeah. ah, <laughs> ah! but like this this moment of vulnerability yeah. is critical to who his character is mm. he then has to go to the hospital with his wife who just had an affair yeah. with him sit down ralph yeah and he and he loves her and he and he puts it all aside and the humanity of who he is as a character to me this that's the same thing they did with de niro and De Niro's romantic involvement with the girl he met. Edie. Because yeah. De, De Niro shows it, pieces of it with Chris, with yeah. Val Kilmer's character. Yeah, he really does. He seems to not care about anything in the world except for Chris and the girl he met.
1: So I guess when Michael Mann was interviewed, they yeah. said philosophically, you know, Neil's this monk who has these rules, which, by the way, always works for me in a movie. Rules. Like, Road his, house Roadhouse. Roadhouse. He's been to prison. He's <laughs> not going back. His life is determined by his own kind of set of rules he's an expert in one thing that he loves to do that's michael mann's bread and butter that's every movie he's ever done is someone even his most recent one ferrari yeah powerful
0: guy i never saw ferrari was it good it's fantastic okay
1: it's the same thing it's just this powerful guy who his life's falling apart around him but he can do this one thing well and it's what he cares about yeah i lost my train of thought that's okay (laughs) but no that that neil when he meets edie and he starts kind of feeling something for her that's when he decides to kind of break the rules about killing Van Sant, uh, killing Wayne Groh, coming yeah. back for Chris, because he opened up his life a little bit and kind of let go of uh, his philosophy yeah, yeah. with Edie. That's what a woman will do to you, Yeah,
0: change, but does, change your philosophy. Do you think
1: De Niro has good chemistry with Edie? Cause, no. So it's interesting. De Niro is in the top three best actors the last 50 years. Yeah. Undoubtedly, yeah, right? Yeah. Does he have chemistry with any woman on screen ever, give so me
0: some, give me some examples. I can't off the top of my head. Casino, it's terrible. Ginger, <laughs> yeah. yeah. uh, you know actually. Give me a brick. Actually, no. You garden. know what though? Yeah, here it is terrible. Yeah,
1: okay. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> uh, King comedy, nobody. Yeah. Uh, mean Streets, nobody. Goodfellas, yeah. he's like asexual. Yeah. Uh, the only time he actually has chemistry and it's really creepy. Fockers? No. i <laughs> uh no no no. Uh, Cape Fear with Julia oh, yeah. Lewis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's just. That's just disgusting. That's a little weird. Yeah. Good chemistry though. Yeah, but De Niro's god, like he's
0: so good in Cape Fear. Yeah. When was Cape when did that come out?
1: Counselor. Uh 92. We're gonna have to do Cape Fear. Oh my god, I love Cape Fear. <laughs> I love Cape Fear. Counselor.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Cape Fear's so good.
1: De Niro with an Alabama accent is the most unnerving thing I've ever seen in my life. And he's yoked in that movie. Yeah. Big but time.
0: Well, you know, jail will do that to you, push-ups and sit-ups. Yeah. yeah.
1: But in this movie, him being kind of this samurai who came from prison who wears these kind of benign colors, has no furniture in his apartment. And has all these rules and expertise. It's like, you know, my life's a
0: joke. Yeah. And like your life is a joke. Yeah. For those listening. Yeah. Ha ha. <laughs> 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 ha, ha. Ha, ha. ha ha. Keep but, the change, you filthy animal. But I
1: have a great time. I you really do have enjoy. a great time. So to see someone so expertly focused on something and that they've mastered this craft, and that when they see someone like Vincent Hanna, who's also on the same level as him, and they kind of just they nod <clears> like so to each other, it's it's like Kobe and LeBron playing on the same court and yeah. being like,
0: I see you. Man, this is your love song episode. You are you are fired It's my up.
1: man crush. It's
0: I mean, this is masculinity defined, right? Well, I, this is something. I don't know what you're doing right now. You're, what? Making, you're making me uncomfortable. It's getting hot in here. It and is the hot. Heat. Should, should we out take the clothes no, off? Okay. off? Uh <laughs> let's get to facts about the movie. Okay. Because there's a lot. Yep. Um the and the original film. Was pitched in '79, and it was uh, there was an opportunity to turn it into a television show yep. on, on the heels of Miami Vice. Didn't happen. Uh, this is based on a true story, yeah, which so, I didn't know. First
1: of all, the TV show, mm-hmm. L.A. Takedown, they did make a pilot of it. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. I've seen it. Uh, the guy who played Ralph played Wangro. Oh, really? So like okay. a little, little bit, a little callback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. We'll um, keep
0: going. No, no, you're good. This is based on a true story. So Vincent Hanna's based on Chuck Adamson. yeah Adamson. Uh, Chicago based police officer, and then the bad guy, his name is actually who his base at. Neil McCauley, yeah, which is wild to me. Um, before shooting heat, man took De Niro, Kilmer, Sizemore to the Folsom State Prison to talk to actual career criminals and get a sense for what was going on. I mean, they were buried in this thing, yeah. Well, Danny, weapons Tra- training. All go ahead. Danny Trejo was the only one on this cast that actually had prison. He time. went to Folsom, yeah. Oh, that was his prison, yeah. Okay, I didn't even know that, yeah. That's funny. So,
1: have you seen the Jericho Mile, by the way? No. So that's Michael Mann's first movie, okay. In 1979, it's mm-hmm. a TV movie. It's on YouTube for free. Mm-hmm. Go watch it, mm-hmm. and it's probably the best TV movie of all time. And he hired real people from Folsom, uh, and the movie got filmed in Folsom. It's about a guy who's like trying to break a four-minute mile, but he's okay. a career murderer. Oh wow! And it's
0: you can see like the the, 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 the seeds, seeds of, being planted. Yeah, that yeah. and Thief. Do you know what movie that reminds me of? Is what? Uh, when um, Watts's face was on Terminator, planting the seeds for Aliens. Oh, my God. Uh, so uh, James Cameron... Remember he was, like, testing things out? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's the same. I love when, like, early in career directors are like, yeah. I've got this one movie, let's test it and see this to see how it's going to look in our next... Or was it for The Abyss? No, no, no. It was... Remember we went over this before. Was oh, it, it was for... the liquidness of yes. The Abyss yes. became the T2... The T2, yeah. Yeah, yeah liquid that stuff. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, but uh, in The Jericho Mile and Thief, the main character, who was the criminal... He has all these, he doesn't abbreviate anything. He's like, I will not, we do not, you know, all those kind of things. He elongates its words because yeah. he says what he means. Neil McCauley has the same thing. Oh. Yeah. Well, lo, lo, lo. So, I mean, that's what makes him sound so formal and kind of important. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't have that ability. Yeah. I, I truncate everything. Uh, I think I, I, I mentioned think could if you wanted to. <clears throat> the, the training, they got a member of the British Special Forces for three months did training weapon, weapons training with them daily. And they use live rounds in training. They didn't obviously use live yeah. rounds in the film itself. No,
1: Michael Mann said uh, De Niro was better than 95% of the cops and trainees, I, trainers. I,
0: I, dude, actors? Because actors have a commitment to it that's totally different, right? So
1: Val Kilmer grew up with machine guns mm-hmm. and, like, grew up on ranches where he would shoot all the time. He actually joined the trainers and joined, uh, trained other people on it. Oh, nice. When he – before he gets shot in the clavicle, when he's doing the suppressive fire, forward, backwards, for, forward, and then reloads. Yeah. I think that's the coolest – Like, and, like, the cop cars are just, like – inflaming and, like, you yeah, know, yeah. being destroyed. Yeah, Like, yeah. the metal's being chewed up. Yeah. I think it's the coolest thing I've ever it's, seen. It's awesome. It's the coolest 10 and seconds ever.
0: So we mentioned that none of the 107 days of shooting took place on a soundstage. The LAX shooting yeah. was particularly difficult because there was a bomb threat by the Unabomber. I heard that. Yeah. 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 It's a little Michigan. Because, you know, he graduated from Michigan. Go blue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, between him and Moody. Yeah. We missing the extra point or getting it blocked. He, uh, he
1: had long kicks, too, though. so I mean, I he did, did great. Yeah. He did fine. But, uh... Like I said before, the 95 uh, set locations, mm-hmm. 85 of them had never been shot before in movies. Like, that's freaking cool.
0: It, again, it gives the it gives the movie a unique... Yeah. I, I think that when you're talking about films and there's hundreds upon hundreds of films that are made all the time, when you can do something that's different and not just rely on CGI to make it different.
1: Oh, yeah. Like with Kelso's house with the barbed wire yeah. on the hill. And yeah. you're like, where is this? Yeah. And, or Albert, that place they're hanging out when he first meets them. And it's a pitbull training place. It's a salt mine, and it's a car stripping like location,
0: all yeah. in one. Yeah, I never seen anything like that. No. You had brought up earlier. I told you to chill out because I wanted to talk about it now. But you brought up earlier how Christopher Nolan is a huge fan of Heat. He modeled aspects of The Dark Knight on Man's film. Yep. <clears throat> It's the most obvious thing in the world. If yeah. you watch that, if you watch the that opening, Bank Robbie. Yeah. And then he uses the same guy, uh, Van William Fincher. Yeah. William Fincher does both. You which, guys are dead. Yeah. I mean, I think for my money. Yeah. And we did an episode a long time ago, our favorite opening scenes, yep. to movies and our favorite ending scenes to movies. The opening scene of the dark Knight is my favorite film to any movie ever made. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's up there. I, can you give me something else? That's even close. I'll, Th- I'll settle for close. I won't even debate with you and get and take us off topic. Give me something that's close to as incredible as a full opening scene of a movie. Easy, this. <laughs> I don't, I when would... the
1: truck crushes into the thing and it's the loudest sound you ever heard. Yeah. And the explosion of the car windows with the explosion. And also the fact that they're doing five minutes of not hand-holding. Yeah. Like we're. But they didn't do any hand-holding in Dark Knight. I mean, you knew the Joker was robbing a bank. But you didn't, wow, yeah. ish, ish. Why do they call him, what do you mean no handle on it? Why do they call him the Joker? Because he wears war paint. Like, that's the most, like,
0: criminal bad I guy stuff doing. ever. All right, if I take heat out of it, Max, you're yeah. all you're all heated up. Is okay. there anything that comes
1: close to Indiana Jones 3? With the train car and mm-hmm. how he became himself? Damn it, that's
0: really good. Yeah, it's
1: awesome. I'd like to put in uh, my head for uh, Children of Men. Oh yeah. I've never human? seen children of men. Okay. Oh. That is a tone setter yep. as much as you can get it. it <laughs> yeah. sets up the world perfectly in like just a few minutes. It rhymes with splusplosion. Uh it's yeah. great. And a head rolling. Oh yeah. yeah. Gotcha. All right. It's really good. All right. Yeah.
0: Um, explosion, why would you say splushplosion?
1: I was going head explosion. Oh, head explosion. Yeah, okay. I I got okay. too excited. I just
0: got confused why explosion all of a sudden. Assume, was inappropriate, I, inappropriate, I know you're like I feel a tingle. You're, like, you're out of a line. <laughs> <laughs> can't handle the truth. Did you do the code red? (laughs) Oh, my God. That's so funny. Um, Facts. Keep on going. What what facts do you have? I got more. Uh,
1: The she's got a great ass line was improvised by. I'll have to bleep that out. We bleeped out a few things. It was was improvised by uh, Al Pacino. Hank Azaria was so startled you know, you see right after, he, yeah. goes, he goes, Jesus. I know. He didn't know what to do. Right? And he just freaked out. Pacino. So Pacino like improvised, ah! <laughs> Half this movie, basically. Sure. Yeah. He had a facelift before this movie, too. Oh, really? Yeah, and you can tell. He looks good. He looks more yeah, vibrant. Yeah, yeah. And they based his look on Pat Riley in the 80s with yeah. the Showtime Lakers. Oh, so his hair looks great. It's like wafty yeah. and like just really good looking. Uh, And the way they designed Neil's look was that he could blend in anywhere. Okay. So that's why the gray suits. And you look up these little, de- suits these little Checking details. Shirts. When he's at the hospital in the beginning, Uh, when the, someone else opens the door, he doesn't touch the hospital with his hands. He makes sure that there's no fingerprints or anything yeah. like that.
0: It's just small details like that. I mentioned this to you, and you think them full of crap, but I'll bring it up again. Yep. I feel like this was lifted from Point Break, and I I would argue. Show me other examples of when this happens.
1: I'm gonna make a YouTube clip of That's it. That's
0: fine. So in Point Break, they uh, I th- I actually think it was Bodie that says it. Yeah. Like the money's insured, not worth dying for. And then in heat, he says, "We don't want to hurt anyone. Your money is insured by the federal government." It's
1: in every bank movie ever.
0: Sh- I want to see a n- show me one and I'll show I know out. public
1: enemies. Um you've seen more bank movies. Yeah, but that's also a Michael Mann movie, so could be cheating. There you go. The Joker says it.
0: <clears throat> Does he? <laughs> no. <laughs> liar <laughs> this doesn't feel like a joker thing he's putting to say. grenades in those people's yeah, hands you yeah, think he's yeah. like don't just relax you're okay <laughs> everything's fine we're all fine everything's gonna be okay yeah
1: uh the coffee shop scene is what sold De Niro on uh, actually like uh, coming in on this movie yeah he
0: signed on first and then he went and got Pacino right yeah oh no 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 No, Pacino, Pacino signed first. on first yeah. and then he went and got De Niro yeah yeah
1: and remember Pacino and De Niro their 80s weren't like this prolific thing actually like De Niro did I mean uh Pacino did a lot of stage work. Right, He did Cruisin', which I love, but yeah, it's yeah. a weird movie. Yeah. Sea of Love, mm-hmm. Scarface in the beginning, and that mm-hmm. kind of took it out of him. And De Niro did Kings of Comedy. I mean, we'll talk about this later, but this was the end of their kind of top-tier performances before they kind of go into older age. Yeah. And, I mean, to have two—there's no other— it, It's
0: their swan song. Yeah, but yeah.
1: there's no other movie like that, I don't think, where it's that important that these two actors got on— and they—it's like they've been training for these movies. They all played cops. Yeah. They all played robbers. Yeah. And they finally got to play the ultimate against each other.
0: Yeah, it's, I, it's like it, when I try to recast this, I couldn't think. Oh God, are we gonna even try to do that? Yeah, yeah. Will they have every single actor that you would want? I mean, I. I well, do you want to do that right now? Okay, sure. All so, right. So let's talk recasting. Well, who, let's pick pick a character first. So who, who do you want to well, no, look I, at first? You
1: got to go for Pacino and De Niro. What would you do? Oh, it, Jesus, it's you now, out right? The so, is, is it the level of acting or is it the importance that they're in a movie together?
0: See what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I think that I, here's who I think of okay. when I think of those two roles. Yep. I immediately think of Denzel Washington. I don't know who. Yep. Uh, the intensity, I start thinking of Training Day. He'd be Vince. I start thinking of like that. Yeah. Like th- to carry that role yeah. and that position, I think of him. Yeah. Um, Could you do, could you throw DiCaprio in there, Inception?
1: Yeah, I mean that's that's the right call. Yeah, for
0: I mean yeah. I'm thinking like I'm thinking performances where yeah. I was just like jarred by how much they pulled me in. Yeah, and I think of Washington in Training Day, DiCaprio Inception. Um, so, do you know who could do it? Who? Um, think Interstellar, McConaughey. McConaughey, yeah, and I and true Detective too. I, and a, I that's a great example. Yeah. I think people get too hung up on like no McConaughey would be great. Do you know who could do it? Who? Keanu? So I
1: have Keanu as Neil. Okay. And I have Tom Hardy as Vincent. All right. Because, you know, he kind of yeah, manic. Tom Hardy, that's a really yeah. good one. Or uh, as Neil, too, you could do Killian Murphy.
0: Oh, wait. Could you do uh, <laughs> Taken? Uh, Liam, Nielsen? Liam Nielsen? No,
1: you cannot do Taken, Liam Nielsen. He's dark man.
0: Is it Nielsen? Whatever it is.
1: <laughs> it's not that you're thinking Leslie Nielsen? He's, no, but he. I love Liam Nielsen or Neeson or whatever uh, it is. I can't, I can't remember. Uh, he's schlocky. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, know yeah, yeah. you're right. You're right. You're right. Although in the gray, he was very kind of like profound. And yeah. Have you seen that one? mm Oh, it's, it's like a plane crash and it's a uh, prisoner. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: I, I know what it's about. I've yeah, it's never poetic. Seen it. All right. Let's other recap. Okay. So who, uh, Chris, uh, Chris, Chris Knight. Have you heard my fan, fan theory about how Chris Knight graduates from uh, his school and real genius and becomes this Chris? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's not a real fan theory. So,
1: I don't read books, but I read Heat 2. Heat 2 is a five years the, the, in the future. The
0: heatening? Because he lives. Yeah. yeah so yeah. it's
1: five years in the future of him, and it's also five years back on how Neil and Vincent kind of almost crossed, crossed paths in the 80s in Chicago. Yeah, yeah, And it's one of the most incredible books I've ever read. Wow. Yeah. And it's like Chris's whole story, kind of his life. All right. So
0: who who do you recast for Chris? Bradley Cooper. Really?
1: I think it would do it. Yeah.
0: Maybe. Yeah. I mean, Patrick Swayze, if he was alive. Yeah, but, yeah and he's well I mean at the time yeah. Yeah, yeah Michael Fassbender too yeah yeah oh no do you know who uh do you know who I'm starting to who's warming up on me oh. as an actor and oh. I'm gonna start throwing miles Teller
1: is it because you saw him
0: in Ann Arbor yeah but that's not, that's, <laughs> the only, that's not the only reason why that's not the only reason why I did reach out by long the way. long drink is yeah. incredible by yeah the way. have you I, had them yeah they're I re- delicious I reached out to uh
1: the blue let people to see if I could get a meeting with him couldn't do it I, I was
0: it probably didn't go very well yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> they're like hey there max Sanders <laughs> my podcast is about you might it. you might remember me from such bars <laughs> as scorekeepers. Yeah. So you know Wingrove is based on a real guy too. Yeah, he was a Chicago informant. Oh, who would you put in for Wingrove? God, uh, now? Yeah, psycho weird. Back then, Crispin Glover. Yeah,
0: yeah, Crispin Glover. <laughs> <laughs>
1: absurd. Yeah.
0: Hey, you. <laughs> Get
1: your damn hands on. I had to get it on, man. Jesus Just Christ. Just drinking a milkshake? Chris
0: Farley. Give me Chris Farley. <laughs> Give me Jim Carrey as Wayne Grove. Oh. oh. righty then. You're meeting the Grin Reaper. Yeah. <laughs> that whole scene is so dark. It's pretty gross. It's so dark. Yeah. All right. I'm sorry. I got to jump out of this for a second. Yeah. Because this is another example of what I love about this movie. The, the building up and breaking down of Pacino's character. Yep. So the mom- who is her the daughter has had her skull crashed in. This 15 year old girl who's a prostitute, Wayne Grove just, just wrecks her. Yeah. And they find her dead in a and, trash and can. she's got maggots coming out of her nose. Yeah. And the siblings and the mom are like 10 feet away. The hug. And just the hu- again, this is the yeah. brilliance of this movie. Yeah. I don't know why. It's not a complaint, it's a question. Yeah. I'd love to ask Michael Mann. He seems to do a really good job of giving equal attention to the two crews. So you have the crew that is the cops, yeah, and you have the crew that is the bad guys. I don't know why he doesn't seem to give more depth to De Niro's character that he's willing to give to Pacino, because I don't think
1: De Niro want as the kind of criminal that can't be wrong. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like remember he's like when uh, John Voight's talking to him in the car. He's like, "This guy can miss." And, you know, he can still get you. Yeah. You can't miss. Yeah. So the philosophy that you can't miss, you have to walk away in 30 seconds, like his, his uh, general kind of mantra. By the way, coolest thing ever, when he sees Vincent Hanna uh, walking towards Edie in the car, mm-hmm. you know, when he pulls the fire alarm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it takes him exactly 30 seconds to walk away. Oh, that's so Isn't cool. Isn't that amazing? That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. Like they actually timed it. That's really cool. Yeah. So let me ask you a question. Yes. Yes. Who are you rooting for in this movie? Every time you watch it, oh, that's a great question. Because that's man's design. Was I Ashley want Ashley Judd? <laughs> go, go!
0: She's so pretty, dude. She it's, is. It's like I, it's almost distracting. But, she's, you know, she's a former call girl. I know. Yeah, that's I missed my missed my time, <laughs> missed my place. No, I'm kidding. I, but even I, I know I'm I'm completely. I sound like a broken record yep. saying this again and again and again. And I'm going to get back to your question. It's a great question about who I'm rooting for. But I just want to. Have you ever seen a movie that you love so much? And that's great, but then you're just like, but why is that one person cast in that role? Or or, yeah. or 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 not even so much that it bothers you, but that like it's so off of what the success of the rest of it Who is. Who is it? That's what I'm saying. There isn't anyone in this movie. No, yeah. That that yeah. that is the the simple yet complex yeah. perfection of this movie is that everyone is great. Yeah. Tone Loke is great. Yeah, he actually is. That would have been the moment where I where it gets campy to me, but he's
1: he's great in this. Yeah. <clears throat> Although the slick thing is a bit of a stretch,
0: I don't know. Is it though?
1: You gotta, you gotta put slick in. You gotta get the phone book. Do uh, it anyways.
0: What voice are you even doing, Pacino? Yeah, that's ah ha. <laughs> <laughs> ah! <laughs> All this highing is making me co- uh, making me coke, making me laugh, making me cough, making me hey, maybe, hi, Maybe you have
1: uh, bubonic plague. I could. Do you know that got discovered like a few days ago? I did not. Someone in Oregon got it from their oh, cat. dear God. That's great. Another another COVID. So
0: kill your cat. Yeah. No, don't ever say that. The God- Bob Barker here. Yeah. Kill your cats. <laughs> Spay, neuter, and murder your cats. Uh, who am I pulling for? I, I, I'm pulling for Pacino, and the reason I'm pulling for Pacino is what we just I brought up with you 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 don't have the life experience to appreciate what it's like for Pacino and you like the simplicity of De Niro so your example about the rules and the like structure discipline
1: determinism because like
0: what what that really does is and maybe I answered my own question about why Michael Mann didn't give more depth into Mm. what De Niro was going through because that's really the whole point like there is no richness to De Niro's life because of how re- re- reductive he's made it. Yeah,
1: well, uh, 10 years in a serious prison. When they say three years- That's in, true. Three years in the shoe, that's solitary. That's solitary, con- yeah. That's yeah. like 10 years in a regular yeah, scenario. Yeah, so it's yeah. like, my man is fascinated by these people that create these rules in their lives because yeah. they kind of had a broken foundation and yeah. they built their own structure. Yeah.
0: So- So I, th- I feel like De Niro is- De Niro is- Pacino is De Niro, but Pacino- Needs love in his life. Yeah, he figured out like a little bit more in his life. But he, but ironically, what did he figure out? He's on his third the wedding. The downslope yeah. of my third right. marriage, and he's got this stepdaughter. But like that humanity for me is why I pull for Pacino because yeah. I want him to be okay. I want their marriage to be okay. It's I want his daughter. Okay. It's not gonna be okay.
1: He even told her, I'm, "I am <clears throat> what I am. What I'm chasing."
0: Yeah, it's. I don't know. I'd like to think that that th- I'd like to think that it could survive.
1: She, she. I mean. In the most vulnerable spot, after their daughter almost killed themselves, yeah, he's still like, "I'm not what you want, baby." No, but
0: he he he's honest. There's an honesty. To, I don't know. Yeah. I I can't give she you. She says right answer.
1: some brutal lines to him, by oh, the yeah. way. Holy moly! Yeah. Like, oh, let me see if I have this right. Do you
0: know who she is, by the way? Who she's in one of my favorite movies.
1: Oh, Thirteenth <laughs> Warrior. Oh, she is. Yeah, she's
0: one of like the. She's the one who like immediately helps and is like feeding him and like one of like the handmaids that's yeah. like that's that's her. Oh cool. Yeah. I she when is the 13th warrior a 90s movie? Yeah. Oh, we can do it. To do that.
1: You don't live with me. You live amongst the remains of the dead people. You sift through the debris, you read the terrain, you search the signs of passing for the scent of your prey and then you hunt them down. That's the only thing you're committed to. The rest is just the mess you leave as you pass through. Sure. That's like haiku hurtful. Yeah. Like you ha! need you, know, you need to <laughs> get a marriage <laughs> counselor
0: right then. <laughs> I just imagine you and Selena. Selena's <laughs> so like Max, pick up your underwear. <laughs> I'm like, really clean.
1: She's actually uh, messy, way messier than That's I am.
0: That's funny. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I would probably be. I'm pulling for Pacino.
1: Yeah, I'm pulling for Pacino. So there was a end of this movie where they both died. Really? Yeah. But. Yeah, I can kind of see that. That works too. When they touch each other's hands, I, I like that. I love it. I'm saying. Yeah. I'm saying that's a great end to the movie. Yeah. It's just wonderful.
0: The, the cinematography at the end of the movie, yeah. the planes, the lights yeah. coming up. I, I told mean, you it, I wasn't going back. It's it's, it's great, dude. Yeah, I, I would have. Uh, yeah, God. I just, all right, all right. So, what do we want to hop into? We want to talk about uh, characters for a little bit. I mean, I kind of gave you that rundown on the list, but what do you got?
1: Yeah, let's do it. Well, let's talk about <clears throat> Michael Mann first. Talk about Michael Mann. So, I'd say he wrote a, and directed this movie. Yeah. He's a top five all-time director. Agree or disagree? Jeez, Max. Think about it. Just go. It's Tarantino.
0: Spielberg, Tarantino, it's Tarantino, Lucas. You have to put Lucas in there whether you love him or hate him. No, I don't. Yeah, you do. You can look at his his work now and you can say- Did like, he
1: direct the Indiana Jones stuff? Or he? he no,
0: just, but American Graffiti and Star Wars. You could, on just that, you can- uh, Max, I know he's bastardized his- uh, I, I know. I know you're not thrilled about it.
1: Okay, but you, it's your list. Go ahead.
0: Um- Donner,
1: Donner's up there. Okay,
0: Walter uh, Hill, yeah,
1: or uh, James Cameron, Nolan, Ridley Nolan, Scott. No one's up there. No one's up there. Yeah. yeah, but for me, for the way I like my movies, yeah, Michael Mann is top five.
0: If Heat didn't exist, you wouldn't have him in there. I think that the important thing when you're listing a top five director, you can have one piece of their work that cinches it for you, but can the rest of their work without that one piece hold up?
1: Yes, because I have three three to four of his movies are in my top 50 of all time.
0: Thief is incredible, which you haven't seen yet. I haven't. So I'm not going to knock it, but I just I think you're having a little bit of recency bias. You've watched Heat probably 10 times in the last three days. Collateral is incredible. I, I'm not saying these movies aren't good. I'm just saying, dude, are you thinking, I mean, Spielberg? Spielberg doesn't
1: resonate with me in the same way. Max. Ways.
0: Max, even if you, if you ignore Schindler's list and all of the like, deep stuff that he does, how about just E.T.? I don't I, I hate E.T. Oh my God. We know that.
1: Jurassic Park. There you yeah. go. Same fire Ryan. Yeah. Okay, fine.
0: Yeah, Spielberg <laughs> is more prolific. I think I think we've already bumped him out of the five. But
1: here's the question. I mean, you just brought the George Lucas.
0: You have to have him in there because he did the Star Wars movies. No, no, no. I said you can remove a movie, yeah. your favorite. Like for instance, of the Star Wars movies, Empire Strikes Back is my favorite. If you pull it He didn't out, direct that. Yeah, that's true. He just did what did he do? Star Wars and The Phantom Menace. Yeah. Dude. You still have American Graffiti. His first movie. Have film, you which was seen great. American Graffiti? I have. Is it good? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I watched it when I was in high school. We had to watch it. It's one of my favorite <laughs> movies. Is it American one of your favorite Graffiti movies? It is one of my favorite movies. Okay. See, I it. Seen there it.
1: you go. He's got a crappy taste.
0: All right. I'm going to call him Buster for a I moment. also even I would put, uh, uh what's her face? Uh, Hurt Locker and. Um, Catherine Biddle? Well, because of Point Break, I'd throw her in there. Yeah. Uh. You're ruining my point. I'm sorry. Let's go continue with your point. Michael, okay. Michael, Michael Bain. But he never made
1: a bad movie. So Jericho Miles is incredible. Yeah. Thief is awesome. Yeah. The keep is weird. Have you seen it? I've not seen any of his movies. Okay. Yeah. This this is disheartening. I'm sorry. It's okay. I've seen Heat. Manhunter. You've seen it. I've right? seen Manhunter. Yeah. The yeah. uh, Last of Mohicans. Yes. I have seen Last it's of Mohicans. It's a movie. great movie. It's a great movie. Yeah. yeah. Heat, The Insider. I don't think I've seen the Insider. Russell Crowe and Pacino yeah, no, about the, the smoky yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Ali. Yeah, I've seen Ali. Yeah. That one's not his best one. Yeah. But Collateral, you've seen? That's
0: the movie where the guys like keep your wife's name out of. <laughs> no. no, no, no. <laughs> Although
1: they both are in it, I know. Yeah,
0: that's what's but uh, collateral. I'm aware of the Ali He doesn't say keep my wife's yeah. name out of your mouth. Have you seen Collateral? <clears throat> yes, I've seen Collateral.
1: So you know the train at the end of Collateral? Mm-hmm. That's the same train that's in the beginning of Heat. Oh, yeah. So that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, Miami Vice, which mm-hmm. I love. Not many people love. Well, no, though he, you know, he created the TV show. too. He produced it. No, he created the TV show. Okay, all right. Yeah. He directed the movie too, okay. which is a strange movie, but I really enjoy it. Public Enemies is terrible. Mm-hmm. Black Hat is for me, mm-hmm. but it's it's not great. And mm-hmm. Ferrari is incredible.
0: So, are we going to spend this much time on every single actor? No, because you already ripped throughout most of the actors. I just stuff. quick ones. I'm just saying, Max, we're on hour two right now, so I just are, you, are we? You, what time is we're it? Not on hour I blacked two. out. I'm it's okay. Continue. Okay. Continue. So I, I just gotta, giving you a hard time. I have given you free reign on this episode. I barely yeah. talked this episode. Good. I mean, you're still talking a little bit. Yeah, I can't not talk. The no, people, I will. the people come for me,
1: even when I'm focused on something. I can't talk for more than thirty seconds at a time without feeling a sledgehammer, thirty seconds, <laughs> like about to hit my head. Uh,
0: Al Pacino is Vincent Hanna. You know he's only five six. I believe that. Yeah. A lot of those actors and actresses who yeah. like are almost bigger than life. They, yeah, have, they all, have huge heads and small yeah. bodies. Dustin Hoffman. Yeah. yeah like that kind yeah, of thing. Definitely. Uh, yeah. Definitely. Tom. Han- uh, Tom. Tom Hanks. Cruise. Cruz Yeah. Is four foot two <laughs> with a huge head. I'm in love with Katie Holmes w- in um, uh, <laughs> in Family Guy. Whenever they show him, Mastui, and it's like a little yeah, person yeah. with like a giant head. It cracks yeah.
1: me up. So, Alfred James Pacino. He's never been married, but he had kids. He had twins with. Did he Be- just have a kid at eighty three? Yeah. yeah, that's. I don't but know how I feel about he had that. kids with Beverly D'Angelo. Oh, really? So, holiday. Yeah. Road. So, man's got taste. Yeah. I mean, ah. I, by, by the way, you're gonna love this. Mo's voice from The Simpsons. Yeah. Is based on his voice in Dog Day Afternoon. Shut up. Isn't that cool? That's amazing. Yeah, I thought that was
0: awesome. on <laughs> <laughs> uh. the Oma.
1: Uh, I mean, his movies are just prolific. Godfather, Serpico, Godfather Two. Wait,
0: can I just tell you something real quick? But my favorite, most Lack thing ever, Yeah. ever a cog. Yeah, yeah. He's like, uh, Homer's like, oh, but, hey Mo, it's in the garage. Oh, the garage. Yeah. Well, ooh la <laughs> dee da, Mister Frenchman. Yeah, or Is he Frenchman or fancy man. He goes, what do you call it? It's a car hold. Yeah.
1: <laughs> car hold. So good. You love it. Uh, I mean, his movie, Scarface, Sea of Love, Dick Tracy, Godfather oh, so Three. We gotta do Scarface on the show too. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, a lot b- of bleeping <laughs> Glenn Gary Glenn Ross Son of a Woman Carlito's Way oh, he, Son of a Woman God I do Donnie Brasco that. The Insider Devil's Advocate Any Given Sunday yeah, yeah. Any Given Sunday Can we yeah. just do a, a whole episode About the Peace with interest
0: Speech Why don't we do a whole episode About football movies Do Necessary Roughness, roughness Varsity
1: Blues The Program The Program yeah.
0: And Any Given Sunday I don't want you to laugh. What am I forgetting God I gotta be forgetting something uh, Wildcats
1: Yeah <laughs> oh, yeah That's a great movie <laughs> Wildcats uh, De Niro I mean is just so prolific too <laughs> Yeah a method actor from New York, and you know he was one of the last people to see John Belushi alive. Mm-mm. Him and Robert Williams. They uh, stopped by his
0: hotel room. So like. his greatest movie is Goodfellas, right? <sighs> so, what era De Niro? Do you want to talk about all time? All time, all time best movie. How do you not make
1: it Goodfellas? Because he's not the he's the third lead. He, there's no <laughs> character arc to him. He's just a, a he's, thief. He's great. He's great, but there's no like you said Who's, with what's Neil. Was
0: he? What's he better in?
1: Give me the uh, movie. Me. Uh, me, myself, and Irene. No, taxi driver.
0: Yeah, he's really good in taxi
1: driver. He's incredible. So,
0: or Raging Bull. Raging Bull.
1: Yeah. Or, I mean, I love him in Once Upon a Time in America. Yeah. Have you seen that one? No, Sergio Leone. Oh, I've my God. It's it, incredible. Yeah. But, I mean, not to take anything away from, oh, and also Midnight Run. He's actually like funny and like, kinda, it's a different role for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Do you know he was almost hairy for uh, Home Alone? No. Yeah. Oh, that would, that would have, have been, been great. Funny, yeah. yeah. And Casino, he's incredible too. Mm-hmm. Everything. He's wonderful. I mean, the last 25 years have been kind of sad. No, I mean- I, so He takes these weird comedy- yeah, 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 Like Silver Lion's Playbook is okay or- He was
0: great in Silver Lion's Playbook. Yeah. Uh,
1: the Irishman. like That he, movie- Joker. Joker, he's good.
0: Yeah. 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 So it's like- Actually, Joker, he was really good. Yeah. So no, he, you know, of all of the actors that get into that satirical phase of their career oh, yeah. where their roles are kind of like, Ugh, Yeah. I would say he's survived pretty well because to your point, just you named a couple right now. I'm like, he was really good in those. It's
1: true. It's just, I don't like to see- LeBron James averaging nine points. I know. You know what I mean? Well, don't worry. He's not
0: yet. Yeah. Uh, then we got Val Kilmer. Yeah.
1: I uh, never wanted to be in Top Gun. I thought that was cool. Yeah. Uh, Sang in the doors. Obviously, right now he's throat cancer. Very sad. Yeah. But he's just, he's perfect in this movie because it's the tail end of his handsome kind of phase. And it's the tail to end of bad guys looking like that. When was The Saint? 97. 97. So that was supposed to be his big... Yeah, uh, franchise. Saint was fantastic. Saint, Saint is awesome. Yeah, and everyone says it. For some reason, it didn't do well at the time. Hmm. But he, in this movie, he has such kind of a worn look to him, like he's like a California surfer a little yeah. bit, and like you can see, there's this destructiveness. Like Dude, he
0: feels like if Bodhi got strung out. Yeah, like, it, it, it's, it, I'm with you. Like it's because and the scar. And it
1: seems like he's one of Bodhi's guys. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Like he needs someone. There's a great moment in this movie when uh, De Niro says, like, after this, I'm out, and they. Pan back to uh, Kilmer, and he has this kind of lost puppy look. Like, what am I going to do without this guy? Yeah, yeah. Because he has the gambling stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to see a movie just about his gambling in yeah, Vegas. Right? Oh yeah, Super Bowl cleared me out, baby.
0: Yeah. He only got eight give grand. Me, give me two million on <laughs> who's playing the Harlem Globetrotters tonight.
1: <laughs> so, by the way, it's crazy. He says the Super Bowl cleared me out. Yeah. This is 1995. That was the Steve Young 49ers against the Chargers. He had to have bet the Chargers. What, what was he thinking?
0: That's funny. That, of course, you check that up. Why would I be surprised? Yeah. But um, uh, John Voigt, this was the start of his character actor kind of life where he uh, He was actually considered for Superman. For Super- the kids out there, Angelina Jolie's father. Yeah.
1: Was considered for Superman back in the day for Christopher Reeves really? role. Yeah.
0: God, I can't see that.
1: No, I can't either. Because well, we know him as older. We know him as Mission Impossible, Anaconda. Uh,
0: more <laughs> importantly, uh, head coach in Varsity. Coach City Kilmer. Village. Coach Kilmer. Yeah.
1: Uh, Zoolander. Moxie. He's Zoolander's dad. Oh God, that's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, Tom Sizemore. Who come back here? You're some mermaid, merman, mermaid. dad. Tom Sizemore in this movie, for some reason, can go toe to toe with De Niro when he's when he's like. I, if you actually
0: Sizemore, if you look at Sizemore Sizemore's career yeah. and the stuff that he has been in, yeah, he, Apocalypse Now. True. Was he in Apocalypse Now? I think so. Okay, yeah, he was well, in. Well, I, now you got me all nervous. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just kidding. He was in Apocalypse of Ice <laughs> in 2020. Wow. Not Apocalypse Close. Now. Close. More importantly, he was in uh, Point Break. Yeah. He was the undercover DEA guy. Yeah. And he's in True, true Romance. Yeah. True romance. romance.
1: Yeah. He was in Blue Steel. Yeah. Uh, the Relic, Witness to the Mob. Saving Brett Ryan. Yeah, Sounds he was great in that. He can really level up when he's next he, to a- He'll
0: perform at the level of the people
1: around him. He cannot carry a movie. So when he does the action, he does the juice, he's like- like blinking, he's like, for me, Hua! And he pauses forever. <laughs> the action is the juice. And you can see Val Kilmer's face as a smirk you, afterwards. You love the juice. Oh my God. Okay. Forget the rest of the characters. Yes. I just want to do five minutes to end this movie. The coffee shop scene. Yeah. Which I believe is the most important scene in movie history. Wow. Because it's the
0: two best actors. First, I love your aggressive uh transition. This is why. You don't run the show. No, nope. <laughs> you're like you like hard breaked. You're like we're just gonna stop talking about this. I'm good with it. Yeah, because we're at time anyway. So yeah. yes, let's talk about the coffee sh- the coffee sharing coffee scene. So it's so
1: strange. Like you think they'd be kind of talking more small talk stuff, but they're talking philosophically yeah. about their dreams. Yeah, and they're actually like interested in each other. And De Niro has this kind of reserveness, and Pacino's trying to get him to kind of emote so he can get a clue. And he does actually when he's like, I got a woman that actually like comes back later when he sees Edie waiting in the car mm-hmm. and Hannah knows, you know, oh, that's gotta be Hannah's girl. I mean, yeah. uh, Macaulay's girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's this very strange, very beautiful scene where like everything in the background's black and white. It's at Kate Mantellini's this diner. And I, by the way, I love all the diners, restaurants, the behind the scenes kind of hospitality of this movie. Yeah. Cause it feels like it's the underground world of like the service industry, which I feel akin to. Yeah. I'm yeah, in yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. This yeah.
0: movie touches all your special spots. It does. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. But, who do you think wins the scene? Who kind of out does the other? Cause remember, De Niro at the end takes that big pause. He's like, there's a flip side to that coin. Yeah.
0: yeah. I think that I think because Pacino's great too. He's talking it, about his so, marriage. So I think if I think that I lean towards De Niro winning the scene mm. because Pacino is allowed to invade that space yeah. and doesn't have to reserve anything. Mm. There's no cat and mouse for him. No. He already, he is the cop. Because he has the law uh, on his side. He has the law on his side. Yeah. You can feel it. He has that power. De Niro is the one who is playing a chess game and has to be careful what he says, careful what he reveals. You also realize that while all this is going on, everyone's clearing out of town. Yeah. So, like, he already is playing like a shadow game because basically Pacino gets back from this meal and I had coffee with Macaulay 30 minutes ago. So, I think that the fact that he is, not only having an A-B conversation across from him, yeah. but he's also moving all the pieces of the chess table over here and getting people to get out of town, and Trejo's heading away, and they're Neil. all, yeah. Oh, God, That's, again, that's just the brutality of this yeah. movie, but it never feels gratuitous. I, that, can't, I can't feel nothing. You know, that might be the best compliment that I could pay this film, yeah. is that it is the most violent, film i've ever seen and not one bit of it feels like it's over the top it feels like it's for the art it feels like it it makes sense yeah like you have to have trejo in that situation because it has to leave enough suspicion for de niro to question whether or not his out has been compromised
1: or how bosco dies with his eyes open yeah look at me look at me
0: (laughs) i would kill you look at me (laughs) it's uh, good.
1: So I have a question for you. Would you rather kill one man with a gun that's not looking at you?
0: Oh, I screwed up. That's not Bosco. I'm sorry. I was thinking of uh, Oh, okay. Wingrove. Wingrove, yeah. yeah, not Bosco.
1: Would you rather kill. One... I
0: love how you didn't even challenge that. It was Wayne Grove where I thought like, you were doing a like, Bill me. thing. I didn't know. No, oh, yeah. good. Yeah. Would you rather kill
1: one man with a gun far away and he's like look not looking at you, or strangle thirty kittens while making full eye contact? I don't
0: even know how to answer the weird question that you put in front of me. So thanks. Okay. I'm not strangling kittens anytime soon, so I guess that answers the question. Famous last words. <laughs> oh, Max, what a what a treat today was. Anything else? Anything, how do you, any other uh, facts, points? We all know you love this movie. Uh, if you could be one character in this movie, who would you be? Oh, my God. So How do you like them apples? Michael. Like, he
1: has the family, he has the kids, yeah. he's a good dad. Yeah. But he's still, he's got the juice of what he wants from this, uh, from... Being in the, and also you're not the leader. Yeah. And also Chris is too much of a screw up in the rest of his life. Like, I'd be
0: Chris so I could have
1: myself some actually <laughs> Gross. Yeah, super
0: gross. I mean, not, gro- not gross. Not super gross. Gross. Why would you want that? Girls. Yeah, girls. Yeah. I
1: was supposed to say, when I was like 10 or 11 years old, my dad saw this movie, I think, in theaters because it came out on my birthday, December 15th, 1995. Yeah. By the way, it made $180 million on $60 million budget. Jesus we didn't talk about that. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's so much money. But he talked to me about how cool it was that like you were rooting for both of them and that Vince had this code. And I remember like the excitement in his voice. And I was like, I have to see this movie. Yeah, and when yeah. I saw it, I was like... Oh, my God. Yeah. And also, when I was at Electric Forest this year, which is the happiest time of my life, really fun. Yeah. It's a festival of music.
0: I shot three people. <laughs> no. <laughs> when, when <laughs> I rocked. I just like running. Out <laughs> you. I was at Electric Forest. I said, you got 30 <laughs> seconds. You got to be able to leave everything behind. <laughs> Make your move, Max. Uh, while we weren't listening
1: to music, while we were wandering around the festival, I, uh, the entire four days, I was listening to Heat on repeat in my one headphone. Yeah. So that was like... The background music. You do a lot
0: of things that are, that are probably prescribable as mentally ill. Yeah. Okay. I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, I don't have anything to add. This is. I love this movie. I don't. Max Sanders love this movie, yeah, yeah. but I love this movie. But uh, like I told you, you've been doing good recently, so I threw you a bone, yeah. and you chewed that bone. Let's do a Let's do a mo obsessive one. Let's do a Goonie level obsessive one next week. I, we did my most obsessive film. Ever.
1: No, I know, but let's do. This is not my most. Well, this is actually probably for me the movie. What's your
0: nineties? God, Ace Ventura: Pet Detective. Let's no. do it. I love that movie so much. It's a great movie. It's, it's actually, let's do it. It'll just be an hour and a half of me being like, Einhorn is Finkel. Finkel is Einhorn. Let's do it. Maybe. I'll think about it. Okay. It's under consideration. How do you talk this much? My voice hurts. I know. Uh, That's, I, I actually feel like relaxed. Yeah. This is like the <laughs> nice, like, a, I'm like, oh, this is what it's like to have a partner who goes 50-50. Yeah. Well, Max, I don't know that there's anything else that I could talk about regarding the movie Heat. I could. For, okay. Well, <laughs> good. How about instead of that, we go over to our favorite spot of the show, the Buzz in the Tower fan spotlight. Max, who do we got
1: this week? We got Eric Bethel. Who? Eric Bethel. He's a podcaster. He has the We Like It So What podcast. All right, and which we can find on any podcast player. Yes. All right. Good. Yeah. Good. good. And he's just this jacked, muscular, cool guy. Don't get weird, Max. I don't know. I mean, he has all these workout things on his Instagram. Just don't get weird. And I messaged him because he started <laughs> following.
0: <laughs> I messaged him because I liked how jacked he was. and Partially. He, uh, it's all right. It's yeah. totally not well, weird.
1: Well, because he followed us on Instagram, yeah, yeah. and we talked about like what our favorite movies were. Nice. And he said Heat, and I started <laughs> gushing with him. And then I suggested to you, we could do Heat, and you're like, happy birthday, you filthy animal. Yeah, I did. Yeah.
0: And then here we are. Yeah. Who would have thought? Two guys. Two guys. All right. Well, let's uh, see what your new boyfriend has to say about this episode. Oh, you weirdo. Hey, Mo and Max. This is Eric from Reedsville, North Carolina. And I want to talk about my favorite scene in Michael Mann's masterpiece, Heat. It's the scene when after Neil executes Wangro, he goes down to be with Edie to get away with her and the money. And he sees Vincent coming through the crowd. And it's the look of sadness on Neil's face because he knows what he has to do. His survival instincts are kicking in. And as he told Chris... Have no attachments. Do not allow anything in your life. You cannot walk out on in 30 seconds flat if you feel the heat around the corner. Thanks, guys, and I love the show. Yeah, dude, that seems good.
1: Yeah. (laughs) You you don't want to hear something cool? His his spotlight was 30 seconds long.
0: No way. He didn't do it on purpose. I asked him. I was like, dude, did you do that on purpose? That's amazing. And he's like, no, but uh." That's amazing. Uh, Plug his podcast again. Yeah. Uh, good work, Max. Thank you. Have it ready. Have it ready. Uh, you know what? I'm actually <laughs> just so impressed you put a suit on that I'm not going to give you a hard time about anything. Dee, 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 It I'm is. I'm giving you so much time. I'm literally- we like t- it, so There what? we go. We like it, so what? Yeah. It's a good name. Say his name again. Plug Eric everything. Be-
1: Eric Bethel. Eric Bethel. Muscular With- dude.
0: All right, Max. Well, that concludes our show. I want to remind everyone, first of all, thank you again, Eric, for the wonderful spotlight and remind everyone to check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, subscribe, leave YouTube. a review, YouTube. I didn't mention YouTube earlier. Yeah. Oh, my God. You can see the suits. Yeah. We are now sponsored by the Men's Warehouse. Please go to <laughs> YouTube.com at Buzz in the Tower. Uh, make sure you subscribe. Leave us a little note. And uh, let's see. Patreon.com slash Buzz in the Tower. At Buzz in the Tower, which is our handle for all social media. BuzzInTheTower.com, our website. Buzz in the Tower, the <laughs> I'm thinking every time I do this, I think of space balls. Buzz in the Tower, the, the coffee mug. Buzz in the Tower, the bumper sticker. Yeah. Merchandise. Merchandise. <laughs> yogurt. Oh, I hate yogurt. <laughs> Uh, and today we talked about heat, you and did. Uh, we'll shortly decide potentially doing an Ace Ventura pet detective it's next done. week. I yeah. don't know. We'll see. Why not? Oh righty <laughs> then. Yeah. We've already done the Jim Carrey. You deep did not talk to Snowflake. <laughs> <laughs> Put me in, Coach. I know I can do it. All right, Max. Uh, how do
1: you want to end this episode? Uh, the should... sun rises and sets with this movie for me. There you Man. go. Yeah.
0: Um, I'll end this episode the only way I know how.